The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my, the presence of the Lord is here. Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. the jubilee you shall hallow the 50th year and you shall proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof it shall be a jubilee unto you and you shall return every man unto his own possession and you shall return every man to his family the whole thing ends with family then we look at the scripture we were using in the book of Isaiah chapter 58 from the verse number 6 and the Bible said is this not the first that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness to undo heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free and that you break every yoke verse 7 is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house when thou seest the naked that thou cover him and that thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh and that word don't hide yourself from your own flesh means don't hide yourself from your own relative the flesh there is not your body the flesh there is your relative it's just like when it comes to your wife and the bible said no man at any time hates his own body or his own flesh don't hide yourself from your own flesh to hide yourself from your own flesh number one is to be ashamed of them when they are coming from the village and they are dirty and they are not wearing the kind of clothes you wear they don't speak the kind of English you speak their oral hygiene is not good sometimes you feel like hiding you see your own uncle and you say it's a security man you see your own brother and you say oh he just came to do some garden work you are ashamed of them it means don't be ashamed of them number two don't fail to provide for them when you don't provide for your house you are hiding from your own flesh if you don't give them shelter you are hiding from your own flesh if you abuse them 
you are hiding from your own flesh. Every man must enter a covenant never to use your hand to hit your wife. Every woman must enter a covenant never to beat up her own husband. There used to be a man in the army barracks when we were children. You will see the man running broad daylight in the army barracks, a soldier. And when they ask him, Wanabuni, Matanenabugani, my wife is beating me up. And the man was a soldier. This man was married to Amatazan. Amatazan. A man should not beat up his children, slap them. Women beat up children. Abuse. And sometimes the abuse is verbal abuse. Sometimes emotional abuse. We make people in our house feel less than human. Don't hide from your own flesh. Provide for them. Don't be ashamed of them. You may see your brother or your sister in the person is sick. Looks very sick, weak doesn't look like you hasn't got your privileges and we are hiding from them and we are in church clapping our hands and singing powerful songs I love you with the love of the Lord and I love you with the love of the Lord I can see all over you the glory of the Lord I love you with the love of the Lord in the church but when you get to your home it's a different thing altogether and then we also harm and destroy our family members you should see the way people in families take one another to juju take one another to occult and this time among the charismatics they won't take you to juju they won't take you to the occult but they'll take you to a prophet or to a pastor or to a teacher to give you some anointing oil or something to pour on your own brother's bed so that he can get up with piles we are killing one another breaking anointing oil bottles where, where, where we cannot tie talisman we use anointing oil bottles to destroy our own families so harming people destroying people failing to provide for them being ashamed of them that is the way in which we hide from one another so he said and when you see your own flesh don't hide from them when you see your own flesh don't hide from them so if he says after 50 years go back to your family and you go back they may not recognize you huh I mean like like recently there was a situation that really depicted the the, the, the jubilee to me a lot of the you know there's a lot of rural urban migration in Ghana and um, because of the lack of employment in the northern part of Ghana, during the dry season, a lot of our people, especially our sisters, they go to the south to go and do this work they call the Kayaye, the is it head porter, and they, they carry things for people, and they do all these kind of menial jobs in the street, they sleep on the streets and on the road and things. When the lockdown came in Ghana, we gave them 48 hours to move. We said the lockdown is going to be in 48 hours. 
Now, some of them were sleeping on the street, so when they said 48 hours, these people decided naturally that if it's just 48 hours they are giving to me, then let's move to my hometown. So, Pusika, here we come. Navrongo, here we come. Paga, here we come. Bogatanga, here we come. Nakbanduri, here we come. Yendi, here we come. Wa, here we come. They ran and they came home. And they went into homes and families where there was no temperature gun, no hand sanitizer, no tap. You see, when you say, wash your hands under running water with soap, you forget that some people, even the running water is not there in the village. So this Kaya have to go home to a house where there's no running water, no soap, no hand sanitizer. But you see, a boa only diano, nyami enayede, a prano. Blessed lady, these villagers who don't know anything about COVID 19, they know nothing about virus apart from witchcraft. So when you say all your virus, you talk about all your two meters and droplets will drop. They know witches that fly, so droplets are nothing to them. These people see fire in the night fly, flying. You are talking about droplets. They received their relatives. They didn't hide from their own flesh. They received them in the villages. And thank God, from all those our villages, we never heard of any outbreak of COVID-19. <laughs> to prove the fact that as for the poor man, it is God who really takes care of the poor man. Our villagers have some kind of communal living, communal living, where they live together as communities and the communities are tight. They are poor, but they are rich in love, they are rich in agape, they are rich in togetherness. And so the Bible is teaching in the book in Isaiah, and it said, In the day of your chosen fast, don't hide yourself from your own flesh that means don't turn off your mobile phone when you are fasting oh i'm on a two-week fast my phone is off what about if your brother wants you what about if your sister wants you <laughs> anytime your phone is off you are hiding from people so what about if there's an emergency and somebody's looking for you oh I am waiting on the Lord. You are waiting on the Lord and human beings are wasting away. So everything is about you, your convenience with God and the so-called anointing you are looking for. And when you talk to them, they say, ah, I'm looking for some grace. I want some power. When I was talking about don't hide yourself from your own flesh, I went to my favorite character in the Bible. My favorite character. His name is Joseph. I think Joseph's life should be presented in the university as part of curriculum. People should study that young man's life. People that are talking about success, management, business, they are talking about pastors and breakthrough and Bible school and everything. They should turn Joseph's life into a Bible school. Today, I looked at the text. I'm going to read about Joseph's life. And I decided to read almost everything about Joseph. 
read everything about Joseph. I read on the coat of many colors. I read on when they sold him. I read on when he went to slavery. I went into all those things about the man's life. And the man went and he was disgraced, embarrassed. Finally, he, 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 he got into prison because some people lied for him and they dumped him into, into prison. But I, would, I think you remember that his own brother sold him into slavery. The people that will give you the greatest pain in life are the same family members from whom God is saying, don't hide yourself. Joseph now goes into Egypt and the man has become a big man. The Bible said when he described himself, he said, go and tell my father. When he met his brothers at first, he said, go and tell Poppy. God has made me the father of Pharaoh. I am Pharaoh's father. And I am the Lord of this land. I am Pharaoh's father. This young man is Pharaoh's father. And he's the Lord of the land. They called him the governor. That guy controlled every food in the world. The Bible said there was famine throughout the world. And Joseph's brothers were sitting down. And they were looking at one another. They were going to die. And the Bible said that their father looked at them and said, Hey, Reuben, you are sitting here. Judah, you are sitting here. You want us to die? I hear there's corn in the land of Egypt. Get up and go to Egypt and bring us corn and give them money and this young man got up and they went into the land and they went to buy the food and when they came into the land of Egypt this man is a dreamer as soon as he saw them he recognized them I don't know how they didn't recognize him but he recognized them listen the wicked people will always remain the same so you will recognize them in love it will be from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory after 10 years you cannot recognize them otherwise how did he recognize them but they didn't they had no clue and the Bible said he spoke harshly to them I believe initially he was very hurt he said these are the wicked people they put me in a pit they sold me like a slave i went into a strange land they accused me of rape and put me in prison because of the same people I said these people i will show them they packed everybody's food and he put the money back he told them you are spies you were sent here to spy they said we are no spies the man knew they were not spies he still grabbed Simeon, tied him up, and locked him up. And said, you people are spies. He started asking them questions. Where are you coming from? They themselves volunteered information. We are coming from the land of Canaan, and we were 12 boys. He said, okay, now we are talking. Okay, so if you are 12, you are now 10. Where are the other two? Hey, national security investigation. They said, oh one of them is the youngest he's with our father and the other one died because animals killed him he said okay i'm going to keep one of you here <laughs> simeon i'm keeping you here the rest of you go 
And when you go, tell your father, I'm keeping Simeon here. The last one, I must see him with my eyes. Because what he's thinking is, by now they have killed my brother also. I want to be sure. These are wicked people. Maybe Benjamin is even dead. And probably, the way they were wickedly trying to take everything from me. Maybe Poppy himself, they have killed a man. <laughs> the evil that men do lives after them. So they went. And then on their way, they went and they saw, saw that everybody's money was still in the bag. They panicked. Even a blessing made them panic. You know, when you are wicked, even food will scare you. Money will make you afraid. Goodness will terrorize you. Now they saw money. They couldn't receive the miracle. They panicked. And they went to their dad and they said, um, Daddy, he said, where's Simeon? He said, we went and met a man. He spoke harshly to us. And he grabbed our brother. Simeon, he locked him up. He said, until he sees Benjamin, we shouldn't come there to buy food again. The father said, you've now killed me. Joseph is dead. Simeon is in Egypt, in custody. You want to take Benjamin too in addition? He said, I'm dead. After some time, the hunger increased and the, 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 the father said, go and buy the corn. And Reuben and others said, we cannot go. The man said without Benjamin, we shouldn't come. Finally, the father took Benjamin and by protest, he said, carry him. And Judah said, we are taking him. And when we go, I am responsible for him. He said, if I don't return with him, kill my own two sons. What is that thing in your family you are refusing to forgive? between you and your husband between you and your wife between you and your brothers between you and your sisters you have refused to forgive until you have metamorphosed into a stone who has no sensitivity and we are all in the church talking about the love of god sometimes i see things among pastors and i'm like do they read the bible or they read another book i see things in family members if you are a counselor, you sit in council, the counseling session with Christians, you will get discouraged because you almost think you are talking to unbelievers. They can't forgive anything. They cannot overlook anything. Now this book came back. And they brought the money that was in their bags. <laughs> and they told the one who was doing the food coordination. So they came and they said, David, are you there? The food you gave us on our way home, we saw that everybody's money is in the bag. And the Lord said, you know what the Lord said? Your God gave you the money. Because as for me, I took the money I should take from you. It's okay. The Bible said at a certain point, Joseph now came and when he saw Benjamin, he went and hid himself. He told everybody, I'm coming. He went and get somewhere. The Bible said he cried. He cried and cried and cried and cried. And then he came back, put himself together. And he said, let's eat something. Let's drink something. When he finished, he gave them the corn again. And he told them, now, move. And when they were going, mischievous Joseph, he took a silver cup and put it in Benjamin's bag. 
together with the money as soon as they left he said chase after them they have stolen my silver cup they pursued them they brought them back they said look anybody you find the silver cup wait do whatever you want with the person when they opened benjamin's bag bam i'm sure judah said me and the Bible said they started talking about among themselves. They said the evil we did to Joseph has befallen us. The evil we did many years has caught up with us. And they were talking and they were complaining and they didn't know that Joseph was hearing all the conversation. He understood everything because this is his background. He understands their language. When they did all the talking and talking and talking, he asked them, is your father alive? They said, the old man is alive. He looked at them, he said, I am Joseph. I am Joseph. That person you are becoming very wicked to, one day you will meet the person again. One day, the person you are rejecting today, betraying today insulting today trying to kill today one day you will be in an accident position and the one who will come to the spot where you are dying and can carry you to hospital may be that joseph one day you'll be broke and hungry that will be the joseph one day they'll rush you to hospital that will be the joseph one day your child will be in a classroom and that will be the joseph one day you will find yourself in a place and that is the same blessing you are rejecting today the stone that the builders rejected is the head of the corner tomorrow words were more than a bomb pearl i am joseph yes. i'm sure reuben said it's true i can see through the beard this is really joseph judah said yes. nemesis has caught up with us this is the guy i came to announce to every family here today the good news is that your Joseph is still alive. That dreamer, that person God gave your family to bless you. You persecuted the person, you troubled the person, you spoiled their education, spoiled their name, did everything possible to destroy them. You even think they are dead by now. You even think their destiny is closed. But the God of miracles, what you intended for evil, God has turned it for good. And that person is still alive. Can I announce to you? in spite of what you've done to your wife there is still life in her in spite of what you've done to your husband there is still life in him in spite of the way you have disgraced you are butchered you are destroyed you have tried to render them lifeless they are still alive and the good news is that they will save you tomorrow Joseph is alive and he went to Pharaoh the Bible said after that he went to Benjamin he said Ben come here he fell on Benjamin's shoulders and wept 
Then the Bible said, all the brothers cried. And the Egyptians heard them. And after that, he went to Pharaoh. He said, Pharaoh, my father is alive. My family is in Canaan. The hunger is about to kill them. Sir, will you permit them to bring my family? And he said, Joseph, anything you want. The land is before you. The whole of Egypt would have perished without you. Send and go and bring your father. I'm prophesying. I ended up today by saying, there shall be saviors on Mount Zion. Joseph was the savior of the world. You are the savior of your people. And if you can clap and shout, a blessing is upon you. And Pharaoh took wagons, carriages. He said the man is not going to walk to Egypt. They came walking. They are returning riding. They came carrying things. Now wagons are carrying them and carrying their goods. The lifestyle of your family is about to change. I see cars coming to the family. I see wagons coming to the family. I see food coming to the family. I see blessing coming to the family. Your family will not lack money by the time this meeting is over. Come on, shout a yes and praise. So they, so they took, they took all the wagons. And they came to the land of Canaan. Papa! Jacob was in the house. When the boys arrived, he said, Welcome, you're back. How did it go? Ruby said, Daddy, more than we expected. He said, What happened? He said, Joseph is alive. <laughs> I read a verse and he said, And the spirit of Jacob was revived within him. was revived oh i know what it means when you think your child is dead yeah when you lose a child i know what happens something inside you dies and it will never resurrect unless one day people tell you that death didn't happen and that's because somebody who loses a husband they call the person a widow somebody who loses a wife they call the person a widow somebody who loses a father or mother they call them orphan when you lose a child what do they call you it has no name the thing is too painful to be named and i'm telling you if you ever met a man or a woman who has lost a child before if they slap you don't reply because if it was you you'll be a madman by now yet you know what it's very easy for everybody to forget even a miscarriage never mess up with a woman who has suffered a miscarriage it's like a death sentence god did not lose a brother god did not lose a sister god did not lose a wife god did not lose a husband but god lost his only begotten son and it was so painful he raised him from the dead 
raised him from the dead. Am I teaching somebody anything? The Bible said the spirit was revived. He said, Joseph is alive. And then they added the news. They said, Joseph said we should bring you to Egypt. And Egypt was like the head, world headquarters of, of the world. It was like the America of today. And I can see Joseph sitting in the carriage and then he's singing a song. I don't know the particular song, but I can imagine saying, Joseph is alive, Joseph is alive, Joseph is alive. They say, Papa, it's okay. They say, what is okay? Wicked boys, keep quiet. Joseph is alive, Joseph is alive, Joseph is alive, Joseph is alive. Finally, comes into the land of Egypt. And I can imagine the swag with which this old man landed in the land of Egypt. My son is the governor. My son is Pharaoh's father. My son is the sustainer of the whole world. My son is the dreamer. My son is the ruler of the land of Egypt. And for that matter, the land of the, the whole world. My son is the ruler of the whole world. Don't despise me. Don't give up on me. If you don't know my end the end of my story is so good and so captivating and so powerful that you don't have to write me off thank you for listening to wind of love with eastwood annabelle for prayer and counseling please call eastwood annabelle ministries on 0302-734-157 and fountain gate chapel empowerment pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabelle.com until eastwood annabelle comes your way same time tomorrow stay blessed with lots of love